It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Happy Monday, everybody, which means it is a mix in a water Monday. And joining us today is former Gamecock offensive lineman Mike Matulis to break down the weekend that was to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And Mike, I'm not saying everything's solved from a week ago. Mm-hmm. However, there's much more good to talk about this Monday in comparison to what we saw last week against North Carolina. Agreed 100%. Um, improvements were made. So, yes, there's obviously there's more that, you know, we can do to get better um, as a team. But there was a lot of improvements made. Uh, you know, I thought Spencer Rattler looked good again. I mean, I thought he looked great last week. Thought he looked good again this week. Um, saw a couple other things and some new players coming up, and I thought that they looked good. Uh, some, you know, glimpse into the future a little bit. I uh, like that running back 24. Mm-hmm. Thought he looked good, ran hard. Um, and then, the, of course, that freshman quarterback, um, you know, he, he, he went out there and, and he looked pretty good. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of stuff to be excited for. Um, you know, I guess kind of the, the bad, I think that the, you know, we were, we were off to a rocky start. Um, you know, it took us a little bit to kind of get the momentum going. Um, you know, I think that's going to be something we'll need to definitely do next week against Georgia. Uh, and then a big thing, too, with the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You know, I think that we got better as the game went on, you know, but I think it's something that we need to do and to define ourselves kind of early in the game, you know, going forward. Yeah, you mentioned quarterback Lenore Sellers coming off the bench, true freshman, yeah. four for four over 80 yards and two yeah. touchdown passes yeah. while transfer running back number 24, Mario Anderson, getting to see some work this week. Mm-hmm. Specifically, bring it back to the offensive line here. Number one, they did their job by keeping Rattler upright. I think South yep. Carolina allowed two sacks, but a lot of that came from backups later on in the game in that fourth quarter. We saw them change things up a little bit mid-game. You saw the two freshmen go out there. You had Big Tree, Aluatos and Bubalade, then you had uh, Javon Ba out there as well. I bring that up, though, Mike, because naturally from this fan base and you know you see it mm-hmm. and you understand how much they care how excited they are when it comes to a recruiting standpoint too so they know every four star five star probably know what their freaking favorite color and lunch was back in high school for crying out loud i say that because naturally they want to see these talented guys get onto the field and so for some of them you will see that quicker yeah. than others you've seen that more so on the defensive side of the ball, whether it be this season, which uh, Jalen Kilgore, mm-hmm. or going back to last year with DQ Smith and Nicky Worry, I bring that up because when you look at the offensive line position, as someone who's played the position, two games in now, what are some things that stood out? I don't know how much you were paying attention to those two in particular, but just talk about the the notion of how challenging it is as a freshman to be able to come in there and some of the things that they were able to accomplish last night as they get ready to potentially be in the starting lineup again, as they head out to Athens next weekend. The game moves a lot different than it does in high school. So yes, to get out there and to, uh, you know, in front of a, a loud and uh, strong fan base, 
um, something that you have to kind of pick up quick and adjust to quick. And um, certainly I think that the improvements from last week, as far as, you know, a lot of uh, it looked like some missed assignments last week. It looks like we tightened things up a little bit. Um, but I think the the one thing and, and you know, it, it's yes, we have some younger people out there, but it's still, uh, you know, we still need to make more improvements for next week because it's, uh, you know, it's a big game. Um, so those adjustments are going to have to be made. And I think that that line of scrimmage needs to look a little bit um, uh, more momentum on our side. I guess we need more push on our side. You know, it's not I mean, I'm not talking blowing everybody five feet off the ball, mm-hmm. you know, but just a couple inches just to give a little bit of push off that line of scrimmage. Former Gamecock offensive lineman. I know you know him very well, Garrett Anderson. Mm-hmm. He was on the GC Live postgame show with me last night. And we were just breaking down the fact that there were obviously in the first half a lot of screen passes, a lot of quick mm-hmm. passes. I know you're not Dow Loggins, mm-hmm. so I know what you say isn't exactly in stone. But as an offensive lineman, do you feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact of you have two true freshmen out there and what can the – quick game do to be able to hopefully improve the confidence of some of those younger offensive linemen and the offensive linemen as a whole, as they try to build a rapport together. That what you said was what I think was a huge difference maker. Don't ask them to drop back, you know, move the pocket a little bit, slide it, um, give Spencer Rattler a little bit more time. He can throw on the run. Um, You know, so I think that that adjustment that they made, it's going to give those guys more confidence moving forward because it's, uh, you know, it's a tough, uh, <laughs> tough thing to take on the chin. Nine sacks in a game last week, you know. So I think that that is a a good adjustment made by the coach. When you do have younger guys out there, whether it be freshmen, whether it be sophomores, mm-hmm. I mean, look, Nick Gargiulo, we know the guy has plenty of experience, but now that he has a couple games under his belt and understands what it's like to play in Williams Bryce Stadium. Mm-hmm. What can that confidence do? Because I know there's going to be some people that will say, well, they should do that against Furman. They should do that against FCS teams. I understand that. But as you know, because you've gone up against it as well, games like that. And again, look, that's not a TikTok tech school. Furman's pretty good for FCS. Number six going into last night. Mm-hmm. What can last night do, though, for the psyche after allowing nine sacks from the previous week? Gives them that confidence boost that you just said, you know, they didn't give up nine sacks like they did last week. So going forward, it it just shows that, okay, you know, we made some adjustments, those adjustments work, you know, now how can we bring that, you know, into play next week? Um, You know, because it'll, it'll be a bigger test uh, certainly, but I think that if we can still do some of what we did last night, you know, we could still put up a good fight against Georgia. Dow Loggins. What have you liked so far with what he's been doing? Because, again, it's a small sample size, mm-hmm. right? But it feels like what we're seeing him do, it's allowing Spencer Rattler to play more free. But just as an offense as a whole, is there anything that you've noticed through these first two games? Maybe more so with the second game since they were yeah. able to actually give the quarterback some time. Well, I think you, you said exactly what I was going to. Uh, I mean, I think the main – and the really the big thing that I noticed is it's allowed Spencer Rattler to really play ball, um, which he has done, I think, very well uh, the last two weeks. When you see your quarterback out there, I think his completion percentage is just over 83%. (laughs) 
I mean, what he's doing right now, it's 11 incompletions. I think he's 55 of 66. I should have this in front of me uh, for just under 700 yards. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the three touchdown passes to go along with the rushing touchdown. Gaining that confidence as an offensive line, I'm, I'm sure it's huge when you see your quarterback be able to do that. But what is that like? when you do have a quarterback playing as well as he's played through the first two games, knowing that next week, hey, look, we have to play our best ball, that has to give you some extra motivation, knowing that if you get your job done, you're feeling pretty good about number seven back there. That's it right there. Um, you know, it's more it's more of a drive for us to get better as an offensive line. You know, I mean, at least, you know, when I was playing. So Connor Shaw did it plenty of times, um, you know, so it's very easy to rally behind that and pick up your game, you know, going into a, a big game next week. What is it like, though, when they break down film and you're grading things out right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the prettiest still. <laughs> Maybe your coach is going to let you know, hey, look, everyone's going to tell you how good you were this past week. But what is it like now going from being able to get that first win and then, if, as you've done many times before, getting ready for a very tough Georgia team and obviously the two-time defending national champs. Um, the game plan really can't change too much. You know, I you, sometimes we we put this – we put something on a pedestal and, and, you know, you start kind of making something out to be more than what it really is. And, and I'm not taking anything from Georgia, really good team. But at the end of the day, we got to go out and play football. Um, so, you know, you got to make sure you're completing your assignments, you're, you're making your right reads. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, you got to go out and play tough football. And, uh, you know, that's what we'll have to do going into Saturday. Hit them in the mouth. I don't know how much you paid attention to the defense, but it seemed like they did a, a better job of at least being more physical. It seemed mm -hmm. like the defensive line, as the game went on, they got better. I yep. put this out actually on Sunday on Gamecock Central. Furman is a team that before Saturday's game, they rushed for over 200 yards going back to last season in three straight games, rushed for over 100, nearly 150 against Clemson. But going back to 2021, like in their last 19 games, they rushed for at least 100 yards. That wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. What can that do from a defensive standpoint, you feel like, just from, the, from a confidence standpoint, as you get ready to go up against a Georgia team who, look, obviously they have some talented skill yeah. guys on the outside, but – we know what their MO has always been. That's being able to run the football. Uh, you know, it's a win's always a good confidence booster. And, um, you know, I think that that Furman team was a lot tougher than what some people may have given them credit for. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it was still, in my opinion, a little bit rocky start on both sides. Um, so I definitely go back, look at the film, see what they did right, you know, fix what they did wrong and, and stay focused going into the following week. Um, you know, not riding on too high of a horse from beating firm in the way we did, you know, but enough to give us the confidence that, OK, when we do the right things, the right things happen. And, and that's what I think that second half really showed when they started doing the right things, the right things started kind of falling into place and, and they look good. You mentioned the two offensive linemen and I know every position's different, but at the mm -hmm. same time, too, it probably all goes back to the same point of the game slowing down for these guys. Mm -hmm. Two offensive linemen, you look at Nick Harbour scoring the touchdown, everyone's saying, where's the five-star? Well, he was in the end zone last night. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Sellers getting out there as well. You've been around it before. We had Garrett talk about it last week, and that was only one game, right? You have preseason camp, 
and then you have one game, you're going up against a power five team. What would you just tell people on the outside that are eager, as we were talking about before, are eager to see some of these younger guys who in practice, they're still trying to figure things out because you've gone through it. You were a freshman, of course, at one point, but at the same time too, you were, you know, 21, 22 years old mm-hmm. and you have a freshman coming in and you're trying to figure it out. What would you tell people? Give them time. I mean, you know, at, when I came in, I, I was still playing. I mean, I played my true freshman year, like 275, 280. And, you know, looking back, I mean, I wouldn't have changed a thing in the world, but to let somebody develop a little bit longer, you know, um, in the weight room and, and practice and just, you know, overall experience, I think it'll do wonders for them in the long run. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough for fans to be patient because, you know, everybody wants something now, but, um, you know, I think there was a lot of uh, a good things happening last night with some of the younger players that just shows us and gives us something to be excited for in the future. How special has it been to watch Rattler though? Very. I, he, he's definitely uh, exceeded my expectations so far for the year. And I give him all the credit in the world, especially last week. I mean, that he, he's played some damn good football. What do you think with last week, right? I mean, he gave South Carolina a chance. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, I mean, South Carolina, they were able to get into mm-hmm. the red zone. If they were able to give him just a little bit more time, maybe that game went a little differently, especially in those red zone situations. What does it say about him, though, to come back the way he did last night when we've seen before with other teams, right? Some quarterbacks, mm-hmm. they see that and it throws their game off. You might be you know, exiting the pocket a little bit earlier because that internal clock in your head's telling you, oh, boy, I might not have as much time. To you, as someone that has played this game and understands that it's not easy uh, when you have a guy who obviously you were used to blocking, mm-hmm. big boys falling on you when you're a quarterback. What does that tell you about this guy? Good, poised. Um, you know, I mean, he's consistent, and th- and that's what you need. You know, uh, you can't have somebody that's up and down and up and down. And so consistent through the bad, consistent through the good. Um, you know, and I think that'll do well for him as we progress into the season. All right, Mike. Let's just bring it back to talking about Georgia. What yeah. do you want to see next week? It's so easy to say, all right, yeah, score more points, yeah. you know, this and that. But – in your opinion, what does South Carolina need to do next week if they want to talk about having an opportunity to pull off an upset again mm-hmm. in between the hedges? They have to be physical early. I mean, that's, you know, I right or wrong, I don't know, but my from me, an outsider looking in, they've got to dominate that line of scrimmage early. Um, you know, I mean, we, we need points on the board uh, quick. You know, I, it can't be a slow start in my opinion. I mean, we've got to come out. Quick, you know, I mean, I'm going to be excited, though. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, you know, I think that we're going to put up a bigger fight than what people are expecting to. You know, usually we always do. Usually we play up pretty well to some of our opponents. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. Once again, Mike Matulis, former Gamecock offensive lineman, joining us today on Thanks Mix in the Water me. Monday. Mike, appreciate you hopping on with us. Go Cox. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.